Okay, so welcome out everyone to the Late Night Show with the YSA. I'm your host, Anthony, here with Lewis as well. There you go. And today we are with a very special couple. Some call them the Bonnie and Clyde of the YSA. <laughs> Some say they were once bitten by a cobra, and after six days of agonizing pain, the cobra died. They came all the way from Texas. It is the one, the only, the Quinn's couple. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the show. How do you feel? We are glad to be here. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for inviting us. Thank you for being on. And they they both came on very... over the pond just to talk to you guys. Oh, we're so grateful. You guys are great. And they came on very late notice, so... We are very grateful that the Quins are here with us today. Does that mean that there was nobody better and we were kind of last in the children? <laughs> <Yeah>. No problem, <laughs> Z. So when I, thought, when I thought this podcast, right, I had a few people in mind, right, of who wanted to come on. And you uh, definitely came to mind as, like, one of the couple that you, I wanted on the show. Okay, so. all right. 100%. We're glad to hear you have you, uh, you guys here. So, um... Guess, announcements. Yeah, we'll go to announcements and I yeah, guess. Yeah. So the announcements are as follows. We've got the um oh yeah, the the gauntlet has been thrown down. Um if you've listened to the previous podcast, we're still waiting on Relief Society to decide the challenge. Um Oxford Ball, uh twenty second of September, tickets can only be purchased online. Um Freshers Week, 17th to the 21st. We're going to have an activity every night at 7.30. Uh, we're going to have the toga party on the 21st of September. That's at the uh, Steakhouse in Manchester. Um, Abraham, if you're not already aware, if you didn't li- listen to the previous podcast, is on his mission now. Um, the stake presidency has been released. Um, and uh, we're going to have the Himmerfam. I will discuss that in a second. Possibly in the near future, but um, to be decided on a date. Um, so that's the announcements. Sorry. Cool. Um, so, actually, I have a question. You were a big part of the Book of Mormon a fun. For, for those that were are listening, um, do, do you want to describe what the Book of Mormon like? Well, we read the Book of Mormon in 24 hours in two 12-hour sessions. We read it out loud almost for the most part, except when we were eating, we put it on play. Sometimes we sped it up a little bit, <laughs> and sometimes we read a little faster than we normally would. And every once in a while, we'd get someone, like one of our non-native English speaker missionaries, who read so slow, we wanted to murder him. <laughs> <laughs> Because That's we were not tired. Very nice to say about I know, but you know, it was okay. When we loved him. That's right. when we sped it up a little bit when we, when we put it on. We had to speed mode. it up after some <laughs> people read really slow. But it was a actually an amazing experience. Yeah, it was. I didn't participate. I really liked it. All of Monday, <clears throat> I only I went all day Tuesday, but Monday I had some other stuff to do, so I just came at the ending of it. So. I have to get busy and, and do that first You know, there part. was just something about it that was really neat that you couldn't define. Yeah. You couldn't have, you couldn't have guessed that you were going to feel as good as we did when it was over. Mm. We finished five minutes before the deadline. Well, it was amazing that so many uh, YSAs took, a part, took part in it. That's mm. what really uh, amazed me. 
how many stuck through the whole 24 hours and then how many came in and out throughout the day whenever they had time. So. Yeah, and uh, I, I know Alderquin just before the podcast started, he mentioned that he sent, um, sent the link out to people in the US, which is a good thing and also a semi-scary thing for us um, <laughs> going forward. But we, if you're listening, you know, we, we hope you enjoy the show. And um, I think it, I think if you're listening, that idea, I'd suggest, uh, if you want to take that idea and apply it to your own home wards, or to wherever you're at, you know, go for it. Because um, from what the Quins have said, you know, and everyone that's participated, they really enjoyed it. Fortunately, I didn't get to you know, participate in yeah, it because I was working, I. but, um, yeah. So I had a question, because you mentioned before, I don't think they do readathons in the States, do they? Like I've never heard of it. Mm-mm. You've never heard of it? No. no. That was an amazing idea. Yeah. It was, it, I was like, ooh, at first, but after... When you went and participated in it, it was, you're like, wow. Yeah. Everyone, should, everyone needs to, to participate in a yeah. Book of Mormon readathon. And and then, from what transpired from that idea, was the uh, himathon. <laughs> the himathon. <laughs> the himathon right. idea. Oh, wow. Uh, very, very dangerous idea, but very um, powerful. Um, I, I really want to do this. I'm really up for it. So uh, we're gonna be singing. To de- we're gonna decide the times. We need to decide how long it's gonna be, like from what period until, and when we're gonna have breaks. I'm pretty um, brutal in respect to. I want to do it straight with no breaks. <laughs> um, want to start at six thirty in the morning, and <laughs> I think we could get through the hymn book by nine o'clock. The whole hymn book? Yes. Oh. Oh. Straight. That would be, be tough. But the thing is, is that in teaching <laughs> the hymns of the latter days in the Institute, I found out that there's not, there's a lot of hymns that are not sung here That's that we sing true. in the U.S. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. It's got to be vice versa, too. Oh, yeah. 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 But... I would be like, what? What do you mean you guys don't know this song? <laughs> Look at me like a deer in headlights. Yeah. Star so, Spangled Banner, who yeah. sings that here? I mean, <laughs> so if there's 300 hymns and we take four minutes apiece, that's 20 hours. Whoa. Mm. Thing is, I reckon when you get to like well, to say, the I'd, hour, I'd say that your voice would be going so <laughs> coarse, you would not yeah, be able to sing. I, I think you'd get a second wind like through it. So like, I think in the middle of it, will be like like you say a bit broken a bit like mm-hmm. everyone's tired and then when we get near to the end everyone will be like up in arms again <laughs> like really loud <laughs> i reckon you know you normally couldn't do something like that but we have a piano that knows all the hymns that's right yeah you just hit a button and it knows how to play it so what well, we do have a very good elders quorum secretary who plays the piano yeah very we have well. a, we're, we're quite far, i don't know whether this is across like Wards in the US and UK or you know throughout the church because I'm not really sure, mm-hmm. but is is it usual for people for there to be multiple people in the ward or a ward that can play the piano, or is it unusual? Uh, for us, I was astounded at how many people because we'd start a meeting and someone would look around and someone would get up and play the piano. Mm-hmm. But it was a different person every time. Yeah. I said to Sister Quinn, I said, can everybody in the whole ward play, <laughs> play the piano? piano? <laughs> I mean, at home, 
in our YSA ward, we might have one person that could play, and we might have another one that could do two fingers, you know. That's all we would get. But here it's everybody. It was, it was, it was neat to see that. Mm. Well, and a lot of times people don't admit that they can play the piano. That's very true, they're yeah. They're always playing the <laughs> piano. That's their calling from there on in. I mean, I didn't know until a couple of days ago that Sister Wu can play the piano. Yeah. Mm. It is amazing. Like, yeah. I, like when I come to this ward, like, or to the, because I'm a recent convert, I'm like, is this like usual? Everyone who grows up in the church learns a musical instrument. <laughs> I'm like, just yeah. about. No, because at the time there was um, oh, what what she called? She plays the cello. Yeah. Oh Lord. Um, Harriet. Harriet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she was playing the cello. Someone was on the piano. And it's like, and then um, the missionaries were doing like a music light, and I'm like, yeah. wow, <laughs> music talked to me, is it? Yeah. I think it can't be, um, I don't know if it is church-wide, because there are places during my mission when nobody would play the piano, or, yeah. you know, other places I've visited, like, around England or around the world, and people just don't play the piano. They'd have to play it out of, like, a CD, like, a cassette tape. Mm. And so I think we're really fortunate here to have so many people that can play the piano because it does sound so much better. Mm-hmm. For sure. I bet you culturally, we as members of the church, statistically as a group, have more people that can play piano than just the rest of the yeah. population mm-hmm. in general. I think it's because we need it. Um, I think it sounds so much better when someone plays it. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the best person in the world that I've seen play piano, no offence to people that actually do play the piano in the world, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, she, this person's on a different level. <laughs> Sorry. It's like Chu Yen. Oh, yeah. Like, um, oh, she, so this was um, a member <clears throat> that was a, a, another recent convert, and I think she studies like... Um, yeah, a musical major or something. Yeah, she, she goes she, to the RN. Yeah. Or RNCM. Yeah, 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 RNCM, yeah. and she studies piano. Yeah, she, she studies piano. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a she's professional. She's a master's degree in piano. Yeah. <laughs> so so she, she literally, like, I was just um, clearing up the chapel, and she's just there on the piano, right? And she's not playing, like, a typical slow hymn. She's playing, like, this... Russian classical music at a really fast pace. I was just amazed, like, you know, when you see people's talents, like, you know, to the height of their talent. That was just like, gobsmacked. It was just like. And so her ability, I know that when uh, we were going to ask her to play for a, ch- a Chinese new I member of Fireside, Fireside yeah. and someone was asking me, uh, you know, we better tell her because we were going to ask her to play some hymns. We said we better tell her the hymn she needs to play. And I said, you don't need to do that. I said, she can play every hymn in the hymn book with her thumbs. <laughs> yeah, but she I would mean, sit it, there. I mean, that is so primitive. That, so, we, so I saw her one day down, she was practicing, and she had the hymn book. She played the hymn perfectly, turned the page, played the next one, turned the page. She's like the electronic piano downstairs. Oh. That's so easy for her. And she I can sight read any hymn in the hymn book instantly. And I can only play the triangle. <laughs> I can only flick this triangle. And you only hit two sides of that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful because when she plays it, she plays them with feeling. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. the hymns take on a whole new meaning just listening to them when she plays because... So she's back in town yeah. and maybe we could get her on the show. Yeah. She maybe she can... Cr- 
Create a jingle. Yeah. Yes. She could probably do it within 20 seconds. Probably. <laughs> they jingle, she does it right in front of us. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Get her on the show and have her play something really complex. Yeah. I think that'd, that'd be really good. Yeah. I think they, then they usually say it takes like 10,000 hours to really master a skill or a profession really well. Like you think about how many hours she's put into playing the piano again and again and again. I mean, it can take years for people to get to that level. I of think she practices expertise. six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah. Well, I think, um, wait, what time are we on? Actually, yeah. we need to go into a song. Oh, so, <laughs> so this song. Actually, we've not even announced, like, where you're from, have we? So this will give you a yeah, clue. Yeah, um, so <laughs> give you a clue. <laughs> the yeah. song will give you a clue. This is um, God Bless Texas by... Is it is it by Little Texas or is yep. it yeah. yeah. By Little Texas, so enjoy. Place. 
God bless her sister by um, little, I'll say this, um, sister Quinn was just doing gestures throughout that break then. Um, you so, have to do the four beat on either on your, like clap it or pound it. I was, no, I was fully expecting you to Texas. just dance around the room. You're doing that in the English way. It's God bless Texas. Right. Yeah. yeah, you have to do, you got to have that accent. With Every it. senator in the United States will say that when he gives a speech before he starts and when he ends. God bless Texas. Yeah, okay. So um, I have a few questions for the two of you. So one of the questions is, from your point of view, is there any differences that you've noticed since being here um, in regards to, like, culturally, like how the church is versus the US? <laughs> not, not the... Not, British culture versus American culture, but church culture versus UK church culture versus US church culture. Well, the only church culture we have much experience with is the YSA ward, because you really have not been to a family ward but one time. But this ward is the. I, I've been involved in YSA wards for seven years and went to a YSA ward every Sunday for seven years before we came here as a high counselor. But I've never seen anything like the closeness that you, you people have. You're friends with each other. You play with each other. You spend time with each other and support each other. And, and it is a beautiful thing to see that. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, we love to come down here. You know, we've been included in what goes on and it's just a neat thing to see it. So I'd say, at home, maybe we wouldn't see that because we're in a much bigger hurry mm. about everything. And so, I mean, with YC Ward, it's great. We love those kids, and it's a beautiful place. But here, because you have your own building and, and, and because there's not a place to park so you're not going home, you live here. You're like brothers and sisters, literally. And that's the first, first cultural thing I've noticed. There was a difference in the church. And I've also noticed that how well you guys um, just do stuff. I mean, you know, the assignments you have, the way the ward runs. I mean, you kind of step up and take over and you do your stuff. And, and uh, you're pretty independent in doing that. And that's, that's pretty neat to watch that. Mm. So just, just uh, for the context of, like, people listening, what, where were you based... Um, with your YSA, would you, you serve in this like YSA for I'm seven years? Actually, I think actually, just go I back am. a second. I've mentioned that they're actually like a like the elder couple, uh, senior couple, senior couple, the elder couple. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Se- senior couple, like the young senior, couple, the, the young se- couple. Se- no, the senior couple for like is it the stake or is it like like it's is y- it dedicated it's to YSA work? CES? Yeah. So we do both. Okay. Hmm. okay. Yeah. So that's our specific calling so, yeah. for Manchester. So. Go, 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 go on from what you were going to say that, sorry. I was just yeah. jumping in. So, so you were both in a YSA ward. Um, where, whereabouts was it? In I was the high counselor responsible for the YSA ward, like mm-hmm. we have one here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's where I went to church. Yeah. And then Sister Quinn came for several years and taught institute. And she came every Sunday, too. Yeah, I... And I called, got called to teach institute, and I taught it for, I don't know, three years or so. Wow. That's where I went every Sunday, yeah. just to the YSAs. And, and 
we became such great friends. I mean, they during the summertime when when the college was out, they'd come live with us, and <laughs> <laughs> we had one that was dating a girl from Utah, and she came and, and lived with us for six months while they <laughs> dated and got to know each other before they got married. And no so way. yeah, we always <laughs> we always had. I had one that got upset when I made him give us the house key back because someone else was moving in. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we always had them. They were always at our house. We always had activities. We, you know. was, I imagine the YSA there was a bit bigger than it was here. No, we, we, we sometimes had 100, sometimes mm -hmm. we had 70, and sometimes we had less. So in terms of the number of people, it was similar to here. But we met in a teeny little hundred-year-old house that uh, had one room in it that wasn't anywhere near the size of the fourth floor up there. We've, if When we got a hundred, we had to sit out in the foyer also. Wow. Wow. And, uh, but it was just a little house, but it didn't make any difference. We loved it. It was our place, you know. The kids could come and hang out. And then we had a, a shed that had in the back that we remodeled ourselves as members of the church and turn that into the priesthood room. Okay. okay. And um, yeah. they called it the, what did the priesthood chalet? The priesthood chalet. <laughs> <I was. laughs> um, so, you know, you've made, a, as every missionary does, you know, you've made a lot of sacrifices, you know, not being able to see um, family, um, not being able to see, you, you know, you've probably got grandchildren, not being able to see them grow up a bit bit more in those two years that you're here. Is it two years that you're here? Is it correct? 23 months, yeah. Yeah, 23 months. Um, so, like, it's a lot of sacrifice to take. What made you kind of decide to come on your mission? That was... He's, Elder Quinn has always wanted to go on a mission. Um, he joined the church um, in his early 20s, and then and he just, he never went on one, and he's always regretted not going on a mission, and so I knew always in the back of his mind he wanted to do that, and, and so it kind of became my choice when it was going to happen. So one Christmas, for his Christmas present, I had gone to the bishop and started the paperwork, and then had him print it off, and put it in a booklet form of all the different aspects of our senior mission, and gave it to him for Christmas and said, I'm ready. So we got the ball rolling and got things going and came out. I was working on the paperwork Christmas day. That's right. <laughs> and what was strange about that is that uh, we, we, we were, I wasn't sure that we were gonna have a member of the bishopric in the YSA ward because Sunday was Christmas day. Mm. And so I got up and I was gonna go down there. And Sister Quinn said, you're going down to the YSA ward on on Christmas Day, and your feelings were hurt. And I said, no, I'll stay, you know. And she said, no, you've already said it, so you can go on down there. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why, because I was going to be back anyway, and all the kids were going to come over for Christmas, and we'd never open our presents in the morning anyway, so couldn't figure it out. But I was told to, so I went back down to the YSA ward. And after that, then I hustled right back to the family ward. And as I walked in, the bishop said, I, he said, I hit the button, I, I, I did your paperwork to go on a mission last night. 
I knew nothing about any of this. She talked to the state president. Bloom my present. That's <laughs> one, of, it didn't one of the best presents I've ever heard, though, for a Christmas. It, it didn't blow it completely because the first thing I said to the bishop is, well, I doubt you did that. I said, well, <laughs> I said, no one's interviewed me or talked to me about that. And so, and the bishop was surprised, you know, I th- and, but I thought he was joking. I mean, I'm saying that how you did that, because I thought he was joking, and then, he, and then he didn't know what to do with that, of course. So then the meeting started, and I'm, I'm just pondering, saying, well, what, why was he saying that? And then I began to get an inkling about a 2% chance that she'd gone and talked to all the priesthood leaders without talking to me about it. And then she gave it to me as Christmas present when we got home. Uh, beautiful. I bet you were like a little kid on Christmas Day. <laughs> and um, so on your mission, you know, you've been here a couple of months now, is it? We've been here about almost, almost nine. eight months, I guess. Nine months. We came in November. You, st- you still got a fair almost few to go. Nine, almost nine months. What would you consider for yourselves your, like, how would you consider your mission a success? Oh, absolutely. Like, what, what, um, no, but, but what, what would you, like, as part of your mission, consider a success? Well, you know that meeting that we had uh, Sunday afternoon, that bishop's In the word council, council, word word council, council meeting, yeah. that went so well. And I, I, Sister Quinn and I said, if you're walking home, that was a different meeting than we had when we had, you know, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was on board. We were all working hard. We were getting this stuff done. And so we felt like that some things in the world have changed because we've been here. Well, I and think we, I think, you know, the, the ward has a common goal now that we're all, you know, missionaries, members, you know, the bishopric, everyone's kind of working towards, and so I think that's a real success. And, and, um, and plus, you know, we're busy every single day doing stuff, and, and so it's, it's you know, I've, I've heard so many senior couples say, oh, there's not much to do on a mission, da, da. I'm like, I don't know where they're serving their <laughs> mission. <laughs> we are stinking busy every single day, because... I called we man. play a lot of roles, you know, because you know a lot of people come and talk to us who are who are struggling, who, who's you know away from their parents, and so they'll come and talk to us, and we're up to midnight some nights talking, you know, just listening, sitting and listening. Or here at the and, building. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. building, and, and just. And we're um, close to the missionaries. We teach with them a lot. Yeah. And uh, that's been a great experience. Yeah, the missionaries use us, and 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 so we're involved my, in my friend institute stuff. And, yeah. I called my friend that baptized me as I was walking back from downtown, which, by the way, I would have never walked a mile to go to the store at home. It would have never occurred to me. And now we walk multiple miles a day, which is good for us. But anyway, so I called him, and he said, well, how are you doing? Are you, know, you doing good? And we told him about that, and I said, we work 12 hours a day every day. I said, hey, we're up and we're doing something 12 hours a day. And my buddy says, oh, well, you're working half days. <laughs> I said, that's right. We're working half days. Working half days, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, we're loving it. Uh, no, nah, nah, you, you're always busy, like, whenever, whenever I see you, you're always up to something. Um, Elder <laughs> Quinn with his, cat, with his uh, deck of cards. His yeah. deck of cards. So for, for, for the benefit of people listening, um, Elder Quinn on the table right now has got a little set of... Um, right there. Like, <laughs> my things to do. Everybody oh, oh, to in do the cards. US knows about Elder Quinn and his cards. And Elder Quinn, just to let them all know, if they're listening, has still got all of his cards in his pocket. You need anything done whatsoever, you write it on a card and put it in his pocket. <laughs> One time I wrote, call your wife, tell her how much you love her, and tell her that she can have $1,000 just because. <laughs> so, so he calls me up and he says, I love you, sweetheart, but no, you can't have $1,000. <laughs> so, he didn't forget to call me. So, as I'm part- writing an opinion now. Can you see that? Yeah, you're really writing most of my notes in pen. So there. much. But I, one of the members, <laughs> that I'm not going to name names, but one of the members said to me, um, "We're in priesthood, and um, it was basically what what we do in our priesthood is that we, you know, write down names of pe- you know, the members that are not there, and you know, we want to reach out to them, and we assign names to each person that's going to reach out to them. But um, this mem- <laughs> this member didn't reach out to um someone um the following weeks or when we have catch-ups and stuff and um but you know it's not biggie but he was laughing he was saying elder quinn where he was next to me and he passed me a card going catch up with (laughs) 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 catch up with someone (laughs) but he's just like he he, 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 he sorry it's funny you know he loved it um he's a computer guy and that's how he's always he, his whole well, life I mean, I functions. Yeah, but you don't function as well on your phone as you do on your cards. That, <laughs> I like my cards. that keeps you okay. focused. This is really focused. Yeah. This I'm just going through these now. There are like there are so many notes. What? How many are there here? Maybe over a hundred or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably hundred. Uh, you could play a game with this or something, but that's <laughs> <laughs> really impressive. Anyway, you should have the song now. So it's my song. It's um, five years time. Uh, by Nowhere in the Well. Hope you enjoy. Fun, fun, fun Oh, it was fun 
say, I no longer feel I have to be James Dean And she'll say, yeah, well, I feel I'm pretty happy too And I'm always pretty happy When I'm just kicking back with you And if you love, love, love All through our bodies And love, love, love All through our minds And if we love, love, love All over her face And love, love, love All over mine And though we're really all these moments Are just in my head I'll be thinking about them As I'm lying in bed And I know that it really They might not even come true But in my mind I'm having a pretty good time with you Oh, in five years' time I might not know you In five years' time We might not speak of In five years' time We might not get along been married for 24 years <laughs> sister Quinn's face then 24 years. <laughs> I never remember just... I had it engraved on his inside of his wedding band so that's because I can never remember okay so 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 you've been married for a very long time yeah. so you should so this is a feature that will have reoccurring depending on you know the couples in the world but um, it's a how well do you know each other um, feature um, so, you know, what we'll have is you'll earn points based on your answers and if you get it right. And then, you know, Elder Quinn and Sister Quinn are going to set the bar or the standard <laughs> or the, you know, high score um, for future couples. So, um, see Ben Dixon waving into the room there. <laughs> so we'll start this now. Let me just get the questions up. Um, so... Um, <laughs> I'll ask you a question each. Oh, actually, have you got... i got the answers. You, no, you've got Sister Quinn's answers, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Right, okay, so I'll do um, Elder Quinn's answers first to Sister Quinn. So, Sister Quinn, how did Elder Quinn answer who snores the loudest? He does. That's, I don't snore. <laughs> okay, that's one point. Yeah. And I have to um, smack him in the middle of the night. Okay. <laughs> Who spends the most money? How do the answer? That's that's no brainer. Okay. I do. <laughs> okay, that's that is very fair enough. Uh, you did answer that. Um, who is the most likely to drop the phone in a toilet? Elder Quinn. No. He totally the answer is the Quinn. <laughs> what? <laughs> I Oh. Me, you're always dropping. How many? Like, who's had more new phones than me because they've dropped them and crashed them out? Hmm, that would be you. Okay. <laughs> he was totally wrong on that one. Elder <laughs> Quinn's just, just happily got... smiling. <laughs> um, who is the messiest? Elder Quinn. Nah, hundred percent. Nah, he did answer Elder Quinn. Um, <laughs> who is the best singer? I said, I am 
but he used to be because he used to be in the Texas Boys Choir. But now his voice is all crackly, and he, on Sunday mornings he tries to sing high soprano, and it cracks. And I keep nudging him and said, "Please don't sing that. Just sing the voice." So I would say I am now. Yeah, that's correct. But Quinn, you've got a nice voice anyway. Like you've got, you've got a very, uh, it's a very good well, presentation I, you know, voice. It's interesting because you didn't have a lot of these in Texas. But when I was a young boy, I had that very high, where these choirs, these boys' choirs, you know, and I was in one of those fairly famous boys' choirs, and uh, could sing like an absolute bird. For you know, like if you go to choir and stuff, they tell you to sing from your chest and give you all that for me that was blown it was the same as talking it was just beautiful and then when my voice changed when I was in high school that ended all that yeah but then on Sundays singing you know hymns he, he thinks he can still sing in that high voice well, <laughs> not that high but it's like okay. but I'm not going to give up on that my, but just my, do it softer, because you built it out. And my I'm like, throat got a little damaged when I got that whooping cough, and it's healing. That's true. That's true. There's nothing wrong with being loud. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Lewis sings very loud. Okay. He loves his hymns. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about um, volume over quality. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be called a bad singer if they can't speak of you. So. <laughs> when you're enthusiastic about um, it. So, how did Elder Quinn answer this one? Who is the most disciplined? He is. That's yeah, yeah that's a no-brainer again. <laughs> the one point. Um, who is the most stylish? I am. A hundred percent, I am. Elder Quinn did answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the most likely to fall asleep during a meeting? He is. I never fall asleep. No, not, none of these would fall asleep during a meeting. But I don't think we've ever seen you guys fall asleep in a meeting. No, I don't think I've Yes. Yeah. I think you are the most energetic couple I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for it's you. Like, it's like you act like you're one of us, like you're the wire saying, like you're, you're in your 20s, you can still <laughs> well, bounce around. Well, it's weird because when you get our eight, my brain still thinks it's 20. You know, <laughs> sometimes my body pays the price for that because my brain thinks I'm 20. But That's it's weird. You look in the mirror and you're like, who's that person looking back? We used, to have, <laughs> we used to have this bishop in one of our wards who I know was sleeping on the stand all the time because he's working hard, okay? I mean, he ought to be able to sleep on the stand. But he had a way of sitting up and closing the eyes and putting a big smile on his face like he was listening to everything. He wasn't. <laughs> He's out, but he found a way to be out and not look like he was out. He did it, he did it all the time. He what was just grinning because he's sleeping. <laughs> That's a genius. Exactly. Yeah. Specialist. Yeah. Very special. I had I had one. There was one counselor in our bishopric back home. And and you see him like kind of nod off, like he'd slowly kind of lean forward and jolt back up. And he was just saying, I'm praying, guys, I'm just praying. <laughs> just praying. He's yeah, getting right. that revelation. <laughs> oh, I just got it. <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah. Um, who is the best cook? I am. Now, these are really, really easy questions. I should, I should have made them a bit more controversial, <laughs> but I didn't want to go too controversial. Because we um, get a fist fight. Yeah. 
Uh, that's another question. Who would win in a fist? This isn't an official question, but who would win in a fist fight? That's just a Quinn. Oh, totally. <laughs> because I wouldn't hit back. I would. I oh, good man. I good think Elder Quinn. That would, that's a point for Elder Quinn right there. He yeah, wouldn't hit back. He would never hit back. Ask, ask you him can't who, hit back if who had boy. to give the, if the children had to have a spanking. Who had to give it to him? You did. I did. He made. <laughs> I couldn't say. Just wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> I couldn't do that because he would always make me do it. <laughs> like I used to ground the kids when they didn't turn their light off in their room. I'd put them in there for five minutes, but then I couldn't stand it that they were in there, so I'd have to go in there with them <laughs> and hang out with them for five minutes, and then we both left at the same time. But if I left the light on, big time, they're going to put me they in my room in for five room. minutes, too. Yeah. I spent some time in my room for... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, final question. Who is the most chatty me. <laughs> totally me. <laughs> Although you've gotten a lot better. When we first met, he was very, very quiet. But he's come out of that a lot. I've helped him overcome that. <laughs> yep, he answered. You're the most chatty. Pretty high score, huh? Yeah. You answered all of them, right? I got Every I got, single actually, one. I got there one was wrong. one, wasn't there? Yeah, I got one wrong. What no, it was, it? A, it was the one I didn't get it wrong. You got most like, <laughs> mo- it. was the most likely to drop the phone in toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. That's it. So a high score of nine. High score of nine. So a future couple will beware. They will be, oh, depending on the couple. Um, I'll make it a bit more controversial next time. Actually. <laughs> nice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's my favorite food? Wait a minute, you're doing, you're asking the question? Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Oh. I can name your favorite oh. food. Tell the Quinn's face is a look he's of concern. Checking, he's going to check he his cards now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that special <laughs> card in his sock. He was just touching his sock. <laughs> steak, though, I'm going to say steak. Because you like going to the steakhouse. What kind of steak? Ribeye steak. Ribeye steak. His is a spaghetti with meat sauce. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite drink? My favourite drink. Wait, right, what is Sister Quinn's favourite oh. drink? <laughs> uh, I drink a lot of those teas and uh, herbal teas. Herbal teas, yeah, that's what you drink. Yeah, I drink water. The most. Water. I'm going to say it's one of the herbal teas. Yeah. I drink water all day long. I'll have a water over anything else. His is, he mixes grape juice <coughs> and yeah. apple cider, and he'll put a splash of lemon in it, and he has to have the right ice to drink ratio. Who knows who better? <laughs> 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 <Just> saying. <laughs> There's no use in drinking something if you don't fill the glass full of ice first. Whatever can get in there after that's in there is what you drink. Yeah. If you hand him a drink and it doesn't have the right ice ratio to it, he'll, here, say, he'll, he'll give it I, back to you. Here, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even try it because you guys don't need a lot of ice. So I just tell the waitress, bring me a glass of ice. And then whatever drink you want to give me is fine, but give me a glass of ice. So you can do the ratio, yeah. yeah. So, um... I was going to say now. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, You're going to give 
questions. Oh yeah, all the way around. Her question, her answers. We so, how? But we kind of did it already. Yeah, the same questions. Yeah, the same questions. Oh, the same questions. Same questions. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That. You answered a lot of them the same, except yeah. for the very first. We should have done different. We'll do different questions. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Different questions to see. Should we go to a song? Yeah, we you should missed, go. Yeah, you totally missed it. We should go to the song. <laughs> we would have had a 10 if you had got it right. <laughs> you are a 10, Sister Quinn. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> couple points right there. That's right. So the last song was kind of picked by Elder Quinn. It's Sister Quinn said it first, and Elder Quinn was like, yeah, I guess I like that song. So it's Cheap Thrills by Sia, <laughs> if you've heard it. So we'll play that now.
So that was Cheap Thrills by Sia, as picked by Otto Quinn. So Anthony's got something <sighs> to say now. Yep. So <laughs> uh, many of you heard in the show last week that I set out a challenge to the Leaf Society. Still haven't got back to me on that, but anyway. But I made some comments, and obviously a few mem- members of the board, uh, specifically those from Leaf Society, did not take it too well. So I've decided to take the time now to just apologise. Um, everything I did say, I meant in uh, good terms. I didn't mean anything too offensive. You guys are great. Um, I've got five sisters, so I have a, you know I joke around with those guys all the time. But you know that's that's all I meant last week. So um, just to fully apologise, uh, I've asked Sister Quinn to read a poem, and this reflects what I think as well about women as well. It's by Maya Angelou. Uh, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. An American poet, and it's called Phenomenal Woman. By Maya Angelou. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. I walk into a room just as cool as you please. And to a man, the fellow stands or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Cause I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. Thank you very much. So the reason I picked that poem is because uh, it kind of repents from my comments made last week. How women, they're not just people to cook for us or just to look good or do all these other things, but it's really about what's the inside of a woman that makes her who she is. So I hope you will appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's us. Uh, that. I may need to repent that sweet now. Lewis repents. Lewis found missing <laughs> in uh, Manchester Canal that sweet. No. <laughs> right. So so um we usually end this podcast with like a good story or a good thing. Um, and so I think the Quins would want to talk about, you know, um, was it kids, your kids? Yeah. Yeah. So. The, our Christmas presents for yeah. our children. And our yeah. tradition. And our tradition. And this, this tradition meant more to them than any present that we could have wrapped and put underneath the tree. And it was something that they looked forward to yearly. And it, the preparations for it would start about October. And the I would start missing blankets, my cell phone would go missing, keys to the house, pillows, tools, tools, 
And, um, and then the month of December in our house, you're allowed to, to tell fibs because it's all about finding Elder Quinn on Christmas morning. And they have until 9 a.m. to find their dad. And then if they find him, they win. If they don't, he wins. And the whole thing starts Christmas Eve night. I take them all out for dinner, and then he hides. <laughs> so some <laughs> of the night, we did this for about 15 years. So uh, one year, I had a fake air conditioning duct, you know, those silver ducts that are in buildings. I had a fake one built in the, in the attic and spent 18 hours in there. Wow. <laughs> and so the kids were, you know, they're looking. They're, of course, it was offensive and defensive because they put flour all over the floor in the house so they could see if I had footprints and those kinds of things. And uh, so we had a house that was uh, part of an estate that was on the other side of town and there was no power in it. And so what I did is I drove over to that house. So I drove over to this other house that had no power in it, and I parked my car and I got a cab back to our house. Because I knew that when they couldn't find me, they'd think I might be in that other house. And when they saw the car there, they were gonna be certain that I was there. So they spent hours and hours searching this house with no power in it, trying to find me, and then they'd come back. And so I was in there, and they finally got me about 6.30. My son, who's very competitive, <laughs> was, knew I was in that attic, but he, they just couldn't find me. How, how many kids are we There were six here? kids in the house at that, at that point. that time, yeah. And so he couldn't find me, but he would stand there and say, I know you're in here so frustrated. And then they'd but all they say... But they could hear him clear as but they couldn't and they find couldn't me. figure out where it was coming from. <laughs> this huge duct. So another year. Did you not I, get dehydrated? No, well, I brought that's, some why, little, no, oh, takes, that's why they start yeah. stealing blankets and pillows uh, and all that stuff. Yeah, they because, tried to disable me. Yeah. And, but see, one of the rules where they were supposed to leave on Christmas Eve and Sister Quinn would take him out for dinner, which would give me a place to hide. But they left cameras back there. Uh, I found a tape recorder underneath our bed. I kept hearing this click, click, click. And I was like, what in the world? And I look under my bed and <laughs> they tape recorded us to stop, try and see if they could figure out, hear us talking about it and figure out where he's at. So I would sit in the house looking just around the house, where can I hide this year? And one year I saw a spot in the ceiling that had to have an attic in it, but there was no access to it. So... I had Sister Quinn call a roofer so he, to see he if he me, would cut a hole in the well, roof. Well, he has me call a roofer. So I'm going through the telephone book trying to find a roofer. So I'm calling them, and they're all hanging up on me because they're like, whatever, lady, and they hang up. So I get a hold of one, and I tell them, you know, I need you to cut a hole in the roof of my house so my husband can hide from our children Christmas Eve. And, and he's like, <laughs> oh, that he's like, my wife put you up to this, huh, didn't she? And I'm like, no, this is, I'm serious. I really need someone to come and cut a hole in the roof of my house and then come back the following day and fix it. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, let me call you back. So he calls me back about 10 minutes later and he said, my wife didn't call you, did she? And I said, no, I told you, I'm serious. He goes, I'm in. <laughs> and so he came and then we had the lady across the street because her daughters would 
you know, yeah. they would tell all the, they would watch and, and, you know, on this kid's side. And so I had to make sure he came when Janet wasn't home so that, you know, it could get she done. Rat so, me out. so he did a beautiful job. Yeah. The shingles were still there. And he, so I was able to scamper off across the roof and lift up those shingles. So I was able to lift up the shingles and scamper in there. And then when you put the shingles, you could not tell. So those kids scampered all over that roof all night long. They're looking all over the house, but they're also looking up there. And I could hear their feet and all that stuff. They can't find me. I'm going to win this year, except for... The fact that BJ stole my cell phone. And so, I mean, and I was teasing him because he they usually he loses and so I'm thinking he's gonna win so I'm like oh you guys can't find your dad huh hmm. <laughs> and so they're going yeah it's so hard and they're looking and looking and then BJ's like you know what mom it's nine o'clock dad's won and I said really and he's like yeah and he throws me my cell phone and I look at it, it says nine o'clock well I didn't realize <laughs> he changed time zones oh. and I'm like oh. dad's won and he can hear me because I'm right underneath and I'm like yeah He's right so, up there, and he's like, no. So BJ changed every clock in the house. He changed the clocks in the car he cha- yeah, he to prove everything. to her, but it's only 8 o'clock. It's only 8 o'clock. That's genius. So, so Sister Quinn goes out there. I just and point him right out. She's sitting there saying, because they still can't find me, because the guy did such a good job. I'm like, no, I'm And she says, no, it's over a few feet. And I'm looking, I'm saying, I've been in here for 18 hours. <laughs> I have 30 minutes to go, and Sister Quinn is... So I make a call to try to call her, and of course the kid answers her phone. He so, Dad, we you got know, you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then... They so, got me out 15 minutes No, well, they, what they do, because when they try to get him out, he goes spread eagle on him, you know? And so he, they can't get him out. Yeah, to physically So they're So my daughter's yelling, get the hose! <laughs> I'm like, get the I'm hose. like no, <laughs> my roof will collapse, you can't take the hose. And so my daughter's going for the hose. She turns it on. I'm running to try and grab it out of her hand. She, like, just throws me across the, <laughs> the, the lawn. And I'm, like, crawling to, to turn the water off. So, But, they, they yeah, they in. all go in there, and they finally get him out. And I'm thinking, he's going to fall off the roof and kill himself. <laughs> but, yeah, they Because they him. threw me out onto the roof, and I barely stopped before. He was I hanging on. <laughs> so, so one year, I hired a guy. I didn't even have to pay me. He was, no, he, was, he was our friend. He was a UPS guy. And so he built a box that was about six feet long, about the size of a casket. And I had him wrap it in Christmas wrapping and put a bow on it. I got in the thing, locked it from the inside, and had myself delivered as a Christmas present. (laughs) And so they take the, and I told the guy who was delivering it, because he was a FedEx, he was a FedEx guy, and so this looked real, you know. I said, okay, because I was in the back of a truck. I said, don't stand me up upside down because, you know, I'm in that. They could have stood me on my head. And I said, when you take me out of the truck, make sure you stand me up. <laughs> and they put me under the tree. And my son was so upset that they couldn't find me that he offered the guy $100 if he would just tell him where I was. <laughs> well, then later so on then they're that sitting, night. So they're sitting on the box. Because they, they know I'm, they think I'm out of the house. So they're, they're setting up saying, you got four to six on this door. You have 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. in this door. And they're making all these plans. And I'm right underneath them. It was so hard. 
not to laugh because they knew they, they were determined they were going to keep me out of the house. But they had just loaded me up and stuck me under the tree. <laughs> yeah, but then later on that night, they heard you, you know, yeah, going, <clears throat> and so they knew he was in there. So I got a lot like, better. We're just going to pretend like we don't know where he is, he is and we're going to make him stay in that box the so, whole night. <laughs> so they did their defensive things and I did my defensive One time we had a leak underneath a slab in the floor in our house. So they had to dig this whole trench underneath the house to find the leak and they did and then they filled it up full of dirt. But then after about a month the dirt settled about a foot and they had said that they would put the right kind of dirt in there so that wouldn't settle. So I called and I said, you know what? You guys didn't do what you were supposed to. That dirt is settled. They said, oh Mr. Quinn, we are so sorry. We'll come right out there tomorrow and fix that. I, this, was in, this was in late October. I said, would you mind waiting until about two weeks before Christmas? And they said, you want us to wait? I said, absolutely, because if you come out two weeks before Christmas and you put a bunch of dirt there, they're going to get their shovels. They're going to dig under the hole. <laughs> they wasted half the night trying to dig, trying to dig that hole up, and I wasn't in there. So <laughs> there was all kinds of things we did. Positive. Did it for about fifteen years. It was, uh, he he it spent was the night fun. out and yeah. under a pile of wood in a pint, in a box that we'd taken the slats off the fence put magnets on it and so uh, he had a cord of wood put I, on top I, of them and <laughs> I could listen we could do a whole podcast yeah. Yeah, I, would, I think that would be really fun to play in the YSA building oh, oh, and oh Elder, Elder Quinn, Quinn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like the roof boards so, yeah. well, the we piping did, we did some construction yeah. But, that house, we don't live in it anymore but there's voids and, and holes and, and all kinds <laughs> of that nobody would ever see so um like home alone. <laughs> so um I could listen I could continue listening to all um before we end the show would um you know um we're really honestly thankful for you to be on the show and to be in the ward. Um but is there anything you'd like to say like as a message to YSA in terms of, you know, general general life like advice or a message for them currently? I say just stay close to the Lord in, in everything that you do. Just make sure that he's your number one and that every decision you make is made uh, with his approval and you won't go wrong. I know the president knows what I'm going to say, and that is for every YSA who comes to the ward, there's eight more that are inactive. And we as ministers... We need to go out and reach those people and find them because they're our brethren and our sisters. And they've fallen down and we need to go rescue them and find them. So that would be my counsel is to take the five or six or eight or whatever you have and treat those people as if they were spun gold and find them and bring them back so the Lord can bless them. Thank you for that counsel. Um, and yeah, like like again, you know, we really appreciate you being in the world. Well, thanks. We have yeah, we had a fun time. time. <laughs> thanks for um, inviting us. And um, you know, if I don't get to say this before, um, I go on my mission. If I get if I get to go on my mission, um, you know, um, you used to like the most energetic like. <laughs> Like I said before, energetic couple I've seen, and you know I I do love you. It's like you know 
Uh, they love you. Well, we so love all your guys. Yeah. You, you guys are like great. Yeah. You guys are great. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, um, well, and on that note, so uh, peace out, everyone. We'll be back next week. We'll, but um, We'll play as the outro, God Bless Texas. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we just um, have to that's now. That's right. Just playing twice. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.